Blog Talk Radio. Jerry, I hope that y'all are having a good night. Um, tonight we have, of course, my co-host David Flowers, and we have Joshua Ford from PSI Paranormal back on because we enjoyed having him on our show the last the last time that he was on there with us, and so we just wanted to bring him back, and he'll be back on a couple more shows. He just don't realize it yet because we ain't said anything. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> so we. Yeah, we always enjoy having you on our on our show. So how have you been? No, I've been hanging in there. Yeah. I've just, just kind of coasting through life lately, <laughs> trying, to, trying to take it easy as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. I can't say that for me right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's springtime on the farm, so there's lots of stuff to do. But I'll be honest with you, I've just been putting a lot of it off. Yeah. I've been putting a lot of it off. Yeah. I, just, I just wanted a break, so I just didn't do anything. <laughs> I guess you're entitled to do stuff like that every once in a while, right, David? That's right. You've you got to. You know, I, I work through the winter on a lot of stuff. Hey, John Stevens. So, I just figured I got so much done, I could I could kind of coast for a few weeks before I started back in. Yeah. Piddling around, doing little things here and there, but uh, driving to Oklahoma, Arkansas, investigating that sort of thing. That's about it. That's all I've been really Yeah. Doing. Yeah. Well, before we get too in depth into the show, I forgot to mention a couple things. Sorry, y'all. This coming up Friday um, in Diggs, Virginia. Uh, we're doing an, a fundraiser investigation at Old House Woods. I don't have the flyer in front of me. David, how much were the tickets? Fifteen. The tickets are $15. It's cash only. You pay when you get there. we got a couple of raffles going on. we got a raffle back basket that we're going to be doing. Um, food's going to be provided. Um, I don't have the flyer in front of me, so I can't remember the time. David, thank you. <laughs> I, I, Kimberly is going to get me because I don't I don't have anything in front of me, but I wanted to mention that we have that event coming up. Um, and I just lost my whole train of thought on the other event. Sorry. When it, when it comes 
when it comes back into my memory bank, I've been having a lot of blonde moments lately. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. <laughs> when it comes back into my <laughs> when it comes back into my memory bank, I'll be able to 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 mention it, but I have totally forgotten at this point. The only one I was remembering was the one in Matthews, which is in Diggs, Virginia. It's going to be at Haven Beach. It's called Old House Woods, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, anyway, with that said, when I can think of the other stuff, I'll be happy to announce it. Yes, 8.30 to 11 p.m. Y'all got that? 8.30 to 11 p.m., Diggs, Virginia. Tickets are $15. Proceeds go to... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and Matthew. Yep, so, yeah, just remember that, y'all. And we'll post a flyer again, but it's coming up this Friday, so. Okay, now that I, that's, the rest of the stuff has went out of my head. One of these days, I'm going to have to get up to Virginia and hang out with y'all. Yeah, you really yeah, should. Yeah. Especially the, the place that you, you guys were talking about, I think, last time. Manor House. House. Yeah, I think that's it. The yeah. one that has the darker energy in the basement area. Oh, that's Cabin on 360. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cab okay. yeah, Cabin on 360 is in Mechanicsville. It has the, we don't know what it is in the basement. I know he don't like Dennis and he calls him an asshole. Um, and then we have the Manor House, which that's pretty active too, um, but the spirits there are pretty friendly. And then, of course, the other location, Old House Woods, which is located in Diggs, Virginia, and it's pretty much a haunted road. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, it's pretty much a haunted road. It's off of a beautiful beach, and it, um, but the road going into it, we've gotten a lot of good EVPs there. So it's been very, it's, it's a very interesting place to investigate. Yeah, I want to I get up there and That's what John Stevens says, come to Virginia and experience the history of America, which is true because right. we have Yorktown, Jamestown. Um, you know, we've got all the settlements there. We've got, where else? you got your just historic, right. yeah, Colonial Williamsburg, just historical everywhere.
like an airport. Okay. Like we drove very far there. I, yeah, so you were up near DC. Yeah. 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 We're right outside of DC. So okay. In the defense logistics headquarters there, and I, for the life of me, I can't think of. After ten years, you think I'd remember, but. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, even in some of those places, it's still, you still got historic, because even if you go towards that, you got places like um, Cold Harbor and just many different places. 65% of Civil War was fought in Virginia, so there are lots of battlefields everywhere. Cabot on 360 is a battlefield known as Battle of Bethesda, church part of the Cold Harbor battle. Yeah. Thank you, John. That is true. Yeah, a lot of history up there. So Yeah. I, I, not to say that I wouldn't, you know, like to investigate some of these spots, but just the history alone would be enough. Oh, yeah. Like, I like the creepy stuff, too, but, you know, just the, the history that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd perfectly fine just to go there and hang out. I yeah. said all the time, if I was interested in history when I was in school as I am now, I'd done a whole lot better. Yeah. <laughs> right? Nice. You know, ever since I was a kid, I, I just enjoyed history. So I always did really well in history class. But the, the thing is, is, like when I took American history, most of the places that we were talking about in the books, I had been to. Uh, my dad, he's been a truck driver most of his life. And uh, we started kind of settling down and was home and working warehouses and stuff like that. We traveled across the United States constantly. So I got to see a lot of the places they were talking about in the book. So I always, ever since I was a kid, just loved it because I, I got to experience it, the, the same places we were reading about. So Yeah, that's what makes it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Had I not traveled, I probably I'd have been like you, Dave. I just kind of winged through the class. <laughs> but you know, a lot of times we we get on a subject, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I've been there," and uh, you know, I could talk about it, tell people what I saw while I was there, and it made it a little more interesting. I love to travel. Yeah. yeah.
well, let me, let me look. So I pulled back her jacket and her shirt, and sure enough, there was a red mark down her thing, you know, and she's in clear view of me, so I know that she hasn't reached back and scratched herself. You know? Right, right. So I see this red mark on her on her back, and as we're standing there, uh, her, myself and Nolan are both watching this, and it's, it's turning from a red mark into a welt with scratch. Oh, wow. So it, it was like over about 30 seconds, it just kept getting worse and worse mm-hmm. to where it was actually broke. The next day, she still had the scratch. Yeah. Wow. Uh, same room. Uh, I was doing the Estes method, so I was sitting in the chair, and you know, I'm listening, and, and uh, we got some really cool communications. Uh, you know, I can't hear what they're saying, but you know, they're asking questions and talking and I had two different spirits I could, I could hear of, a female and a male, but the female was talking to the male spirit, like calling them an a-hole and, um, because he's aggressive, right? Obviously, my got, yeah, <laughs> got scratched, right? And uh, it sounded like she was defending um, from this male spirit, and uh Every time she would talk, it would be, you know, I'd get something from, I'd hear a male over the, the headphones, and then I would hear a female calling male and male, but I'm sitting there, and we're, we're doing this for uh, probably five or ten minutes, and all of a sudden, I, what I can describe, I can only describe this as a punch. It felt like something punched me right in the kidney, and I jumped up from the chair, and at first it was like I was more surprised than it was hurt, but after a few seconds when I realized what was going on, it like it started to hurt. I had to walk out of the building eventually, kind of take a break, because it felt like somebody just called off a kidney punch. So they lifted my shirt, and you can see a red mark on the original picture looks like the outer edge of a fist and same as the scratch of 20, 30 seconds later, a minute later, uh, we, for the life of me, didn't take a, a video and I don't know why, but um, it was actually worse. Like the red mark was, was worse. Like you can see it in the original the, the picture that we took, but it actually got worse and it looked like the outer edges of a fist. Right on my kidney. Right on my kidney. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy and amazing at the same time. Right. You know, it's been so long since I've had something like that happen to me. You almost forget that they can do it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't expect it. Right. Uh, So the investigation, like, you get good evidence, but nothing nothing like that. And uh, it's... God, it's been 10 years since I've had something like that happen. So it, uh, it surprised me, to say the least. I was just like, what the heck? What did I walk into? Like, what am I doing here? Right, right. Here? Uh, John Stevens says Berkeley Plantation in Charles City, Virginia, is probably the most historic property in the U.S. presidents born there. Site of the first Thanksgiving taps was written and performed there for the first time. Indian Massacre, Revolutionary War, and Civil War. It's endless. 
which is true. I like Berkeley Plantation. Yeah, get up there and drive around. Yeah. So much. Yeah, and Shirley Plantation is nice, too. Yeah. I've been there. And Hollywood Cemetery, too. Yeah. Forgot about that one. Like an old, how long does, how far does it date back? It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, it dates wow. back, but it's, uh, it is huge. And there are, gosh, I think John Tyler is buried there. Um, can't remember everybody that was buried there. Um, look it up. But it was, it's just, you would, you'd have to bring a really nice, you'd have to bring your camera because it's just, um, it's beautiful. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can kind of see it all in one day, but if you really wanted to take your time, it would probably take more than that to me. It's in Richmond, but it's, it's beautiful. So you can go there and visit and it's just, it was established in 1847. It was off. It's off of the James River, but you would just, just, just the pictures alone, for you to be able to get there. You know what I mean? To take there, yeah. it's it's beautiful. Overlooks the yeah the James River in downtown Richmond. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When uh, when I get a chance to get up there, I'm gonna holler at you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys can be my tour guide. Yeah. Because it really is. There is so many places. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, I didn't do a formal introduction either because we do have new people that, that have tuned into the show that don't know who you are. Oh, me? Yeah. I'm, I'm no sorry. Friend. I'm no friend. Do you want me to tell them? Yes, because that way people will know where you're at, what you do. Okay. You know. Cool. A lot of work in the 
energies here and entities. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me. I'm just a weird guy. And every once in a while. That's probably why we all get along. We're weird. <laughs> Some people don't say that you should not. Right. Normally I would. Um, I've never investigated anywhere else that I've lived. Um, so the, the problem with me is, is the houses don't start out haunted, but because I live there, they become haunted. Um, we just, I get a lot of transient. I call them transient spirits. They come. Other than the ones that open. 
are, what they are, um, and I can kind of control that here. But uh, it, for people like us, we, we can't help it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Houses are haunted until we get there. Yeah, I start questioning the data figure that I would have passing under my kitchen window. And, I mean, I would see it. And, you know, not even out of side vision right in front of me, but I put a ring camera up hoping I could catch it that way. Yeah. So, and so far I haven't. So I'm, I'm wondering about that because how do you go from seeing it to now putting a camera up and not seeing it at all? Right. Here's the thing is we've thought about putting up a, a security camera system, um, not because – I mean, we live out in the middle of nowhere, so we don't have a lot of people coming by. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's a pretty safe area. Yeah. Leave our doors unlocked. You know, the cars are unlocked. They just don't mess around over here. Yeah. Um, it's just good people that live here. The system would be to see what else is here, you know? And yeah. we've thought about it. Oh. Um, sometimes I, I don't want to know. Right. I don't, I don't feel the need to capture everything on camera. Right. Yeah, I, I got a ring. I got the cameras because when my son was sent by himself, somebody had came up to the door, and he didn't know who that was. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> right. And we've had a couple of um, they've had a couple break-ins lately. So I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and put a ring camera. I put two ring cameras up, and I mean, we're out in the middle of nowhere, almost right. kind of, sorta, and it's. You know, but then as I set that camera up, I was like, dang, I wonder if I'm going to catch that shadow figure that likes to pass back and forth on my on my deck, you know. And so, so far I haven't caught it, but it'd be interesting. Video camera in your woods would be interesting. I wonder what you would right. get with that if you set up a trail cam or something like that. You know what I thought about that, too. Yeah. Um, Just for the hell of it on that. Strange. 
kind of elemental energies and entities because they can look like absolutely terrifying. It's just the way they look. The main uh, thing that I caught in that photo looked like, and after after we took the photo, measuring where it was to the first branch, would have been about a seven and a half foot tall giant baby. It looked like it had a baby face with just this monstrous body and would have been about seven and a half feet tall. Behind it, even taller than that, we caught something. There's something in the picture that a lot of people kind of described as a female ogre almost looking thing. Um, and then the, another face in the picture, I'm not 100% on it, but it does look like a skull. Oh, interesting. On top of a body. You're going to you're gonna have to send me pictures. I want to see. Right. I, it's, it's posted on my uh, TikTok. It's one of okay. my pin fields. But, uh, it, it, and now you're going to make me go on TikTok to go look, damn it. <laughs> right <laughs> next to it in the picture um, looks like this little tiny skinny girl that's about three feet tall. That's looks creepy. Like a little girl with long, long hair hanging down. Yeah, it's just. They look and feel really creepy, which is why I think people get or stare at them so so much. But in reality, I feel better knowing they're around because I know that they're they feel like protectors to me. Right. Okay, Josh, I got a question. Okay. Um, going back to what you said a little bit ago, um, the transit that follows you around. Huh? As a paranormal investigator. If you got called in on a private residence, how would you be able to differentiate what's transient that followed you there to what's actually there? Um, to be perfectly honest, you can. And the thing is, oh is you know, when you're sitting at your house and they just kind of come by, they stop by for a day, maybe two days. They'll communicate with you or, you know, do something, and then they kind of go. Um, I don't think think I've ever had one follow me to an investigation, but I can't say that while I'm there, something hasn't come that wasn't there before because they know I'm there, right? Because they know I'm communicating and I'm open to communicating. Um, So you really can't tell the difference unless uh, they tell you, like you get some kind of communication saying, hey, I just was stopping by kind of thing, you know. So I just, there's no way to tell. And that's a problem with, um, you know, I I know a lot of teams have mediums on their team now. um, And I think that's a part of the problem with having mediums on the team. Not saying they shouldn't be, but mediums who can draw spirits in, uh, you know, when we're standing at a, a location, we're like a giant beacon to whatever is around. Yeah. So what what's actually at the location, you, you may catch some extra. You know what I mean? Right. And don't let they, they say so. Yeah, and I, I agree 100% with you there because the only experience I can go by is here. I've been at the Manor House in 2010, and I pretty much know everything goes on there. Jerry's been with me a little over a year now. And 
same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've got so many pastors coming through there. And the only thing I can think of is here. Yeah, probably is. Now, there, there, there was one time that I can remember, and this was several years back, but um, investigating a, a private residence. And now you kind of do the walkthrough, hey, what, what things are you experiencing? What claims are you making? And they tell you, you know, and some people get very specific. They were very specific to about three spots. And the what was happening very it happened a lot. So it was, it was continual. And it was the same thing in these same areas. Uh, and then when we got there or when I got there, stuff started happening and the homeowner was like, Well that's new. I'm like at the time, I didn't really think about it, you know, something kind of, you know, passing through. Um, and I've come to know better, thank God, but, uh, you know, when a homeowner goes, never had that happen before. Yeah, it makes you think that maybe, maybe some extra kind of came in and stopped by to see what was going on, you know. Yeah. And sometimes I think with, what we do, I think that people bring them with the, with what we do as far as the tour and, um, you know, because we do the tour and then we do a ghost hunt, but I think that people bring their loved ones with them. And sometimes I think when we get a good EVP session, sometimes I think it's that person's loved one that's with them that's trying to communicate through the SB7 box, but since we don't like know them on a personal level, right. you know, it's hard to tell. I mean, sometimes when people walk in and energy is so strong that I can, I can feel it or see it on them, and sometimes I can't. Sometimes right. they hide, and sometimes they don't want to talk, but you'll get it through the SB7, but they don't want to talk to you because they don't right. know you, you know. <laughs> And they may not like you. <laughs> they they are. Talk through you. Yeah, and sometimes they do want to I'm talk through me. Yeah. Wow. 
set a bar wherever they are out here then. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's a little bit overly protective too. <laughs> I got a couple of them though. I got my boyfriend yeah. out at the manor house. Yeah, he punched me in the back today. He sure did. He don't like David at all. Wow. Yeah. Not once. Twice. Twice. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think that's it. I, I. I have finally figured out. And by the way, Dave, let me tell you how long I've been at the manor house because I have to. I have to do my calculations for documentation purposes. It's one year, nine months, nine days, and now thirty-eight minutes. Just to let you know. Um, <laughs> one year, nine months. Yeah. Okay, um, the first time you went out. Yeah. Yeah, one oh, year, okay. nine months, well, 34 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that We're keeping time. a log. We're keeping a log. It's it's really critical that we keep a log. <laughs> yeah, that first time that the boyfriend punched me in the back of the head, I may or may not have had a few choice words for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. Well, it's, it's all starting to fit and come together because I didn't realize that on the slideshow presentation, he has a picture of a shadow figure on the second floor. Well, we also have documentation of me, because I wear my body camera. I was setting up a body camera at the time on the fire extinguisher, and I heard saw the little cat balls in the room go off, and I wanted to know why they were going off. So I went in there, and I hear these heavy footsteps, and I thought, he had came up the steps, but he didn't. And we have that on body camera. I mean, heavy footsteps. And then, you know, one night we're taking a break and we're talking about hearing, his hearing, and we both hear a disembodied, heavy, like, impatience, you know. So it's all starting to come together with his picture of the shadow figure the heavy footsteps in behind me, like, hey, girl, I'm watching you from the corner over here. And the heavy breath, my gut instinct is, okay, this man obviously likes me. I don't know what he looks like. (laughs) And he doesn't like David. (laughs) Your boyfriend gets a little jealous there. And it it definitely is not my boyfriend from Old House Woods or wherever I picked him up at. Originally, Old House Woods is where he came through at, but he calls me Blondie. Oh, really? Yes, and I have ran the SB7 and Necrophonics app. Not SB7, let me back up. I've run the Necrophonic app in three different locations and have got that same same male voice, Blondie, in three different locations. So obviously he follows me, but I don't think it's this one at the manor house on the second floor. Do you like necrophonics? I do. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. And mm-hmm. I have I found out just a few days ago that the creator or one of the creators for necrophonics is actually working on a Nice. And the stuff that he posted uh his test session. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing impaired, so I, I have a hard time hearing anyways. That's why I'm wearing it right. Nice. And from his sessions that he's had, it really sounds promising. So I'm, I'm waiting, like, take my money, please. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I love the Necrophonic app. And I've got some of my greatest evidence yeah. from Necrophonic. really cool and and you know like I said with mine I you know got Blondie in three different three different locations so I just I just think that's really cool now I have not um, maybe I need to run ne- necrophonics out on the second full foyer because you never know because yeah. I, I have not done that trying to look look at it because I didn't know that he was coming out with something new and that would be something very interesting I would like to um, what is it Lady Lydia Powell because she wants the address to 
old house was. So can you please go in there and fill it in? Because I don't know if I put, I think I put the right address in there. I'm sorry, she came on and I, I wanted her to know. Um, that way we can get whoever's coming to the right place. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, when he was describing his, doing his, his test session, there's no word bank. Nice. And there, it doesn't connect to any internet radio off your phone. It doesn't do any of that. There's zero word bank, no internet connections. Um, so I'm hoping that that comes out soon. Yeah, that'll be cool. That's really cool, yeah, because I, I was sitting here, I got on here and, and followed him to just keep up with that because I like I like necrophonics. Yeah, I believe his name is Pete Weldon. Mm-hmm. It is, you're right. It's in his bio, I think, that's paranormal investigator, creator. Yeah, so that's, that's cool. I think I got the right person in there. There's probably a few of them on there, but got like 1,200 people following him on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Got a picture of his face. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. I'm hoping that we'll be able to um, catch that when it comes out out, because that would be awesome. Yeah. Another tool, and I'm a big fan of Necro, so you know whatever that guy's doing, I I want to follow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Ghost Tube? Um, you know, I've not had much success with Ghost Tube. Um, you know, as you use stuff, and I. going on talk, looking at my stuff as you're talking. <laughs> yeah, she uses it a lot and some really great stuff. Like, but, you know, then again, she she's kind of has a relationship by using that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's so big, 
smoother to me when I'm when I'm listening to it with my you know when I'm listening with the frequencies the frequencies are not as harsh because my ears are super sensitive yeah and and the thing I like about the 11 better than the 7 yeah yeah a lot better what's different on the sweet break the sweet break on the 11 is you go to 50 where the fastest on the uh, on the left on the seven is only a hundred. Yeah. So I like that I like that super fast sweet break because it it all but eliminates any chance of radio interference. Right. I, I usually sweep in reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I do FM and AM. Uh, I've yeah. got more FM, but I keep it at two fifty. Sweep on reverse. Um. On FM most of the time, and like when we were in Broken Bow, we got some undeniable like words that went for scans, you know. Uh, so I don't. I just I like the seven because I can stick it in my pocket. Right. I can walk around with it. It's not so cumbersome, um, and it's cheaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can get one for like seventy bucks. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and with the 11, I like, I really like the fact that you can stand AM and FM at the same time. Right, yeah, yeah, because you have two channels there. And then, you know, I think the newer version of the 11 has the automatic noise control on the back that you can dial down the white noise. Yeah. Um, here's an app that uh, uh, a friend of mine, Kylan Dez from uh, Utah Paranormal has been working with and having some pretty good success. It's called Dead Wave. Dead Wave? Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time uh, checking it out yet. I just haven't had the time to check it out. But he's been doing some investigation. His house, fairly new, but him as a person is haunted. Like him and his wife, spirits are just really attractive. They get some of the most amazing patients, portal boxes, SD7, apps, and over all of those devices, you can tell that it's the same spirit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like same, same tone, same cadence, um, same attitude kind of comes through on mm-hmm. any device. Uh, but they've been trying out dead ways. I don't see it on my. I don't see it in my app store for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up. Are you no. No. Okay. I have Android and I have it. I wonder what the. Okay, so you'll have to send me what the. Let me see. Let me show you. Yeah, a little bit. But I don't know why it's not popping up. Popping up. Some pretty good success with that. So I that's a new one that I want to try out. Oh, okay, wait a minute. No, that's Spirits Wave E V P scanner. Is that it? No. No, yeah, it's the mm-hmm. icon that I have says dead wave. Yeah. For some reason it's not popping yeah, up. Yeah, it's not popping up on my 
Huh. And, I, and I've got an Android. That's weird. That's strange. Yeah, that's weird. See, mine's not even showing up at all. That's very strange. I'll have to see, go through it on another way and Google it and see if it'll pop up that way. Maybe you can download it like that. doing your show. We had a good time. Co-host on the show, though it really is. 
we for a while we called it Vibe Time with David. If I if I'm if I'm not able to do the show, then we just we switch the whole show over to Vibe Time with David. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get some really uh <laughs> I do not. So check him out on, on uh, TikTok. He's, he's a super nice guy. Um, okay. Filming a TV show right now. Um, well, damn, he probably won't have time for us. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to get him to, to pin him down, but he's still busy. Like, yeah. following a huge subscriber base, doing a show with several other folks. But everybody loves them, so I'm, I, you know, I message you. I message people that wouldn't normally talk to me. Mm-hmm. And my like, I've got this podcast. Really mm-hmm. like to have you on. Yeah. I know you're a busy person. <laughs> what do you think? Like, are you game? And uh, sometimes people, you know, reach out back to me. But a lot of these big accounts, like, they don't even notice that you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're probably so busy they don't. Right. They've got 10,000 messages. Yeah. Yours isn't going to stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Sad but true. Sad but true. Right. You know, like maybe if I had a million followers or something like that, I might might have better success. But uh, maybe if I worked my butt off, I would have a million followers. I don't put enough energy into my social media. Yeah. Growing. Oh, see, yeah, I, that's something that I have to do. Making your priority. Yeah. Living or, right? <laughs> Go to work or make a podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would love to grow my my podcast to where.
want like John Steed. I steal your girly and I steal your weed. I got some much flavor that I always leave you chewing in. I got some many styles you be thinking I'm from the U.S. Broke into the White House and if I got caught, caught. And I've been in all songs if I was an astronaut. Stop the music about human relations. I got more friends than my man Peter Gation. We always want love it. So don't start fucking if your girl comes up and start kissing. There we go. Hello, all you freaks out there. This is Ryan. That's Austin. That way, yeah. <laughs> Either way. Somewhere looking like like a nervous twitch. Is that that's Austin over there? Because <laughs> oh. So how are you? Another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. Well, I want to take this time to thank you for taking time to join us, especially on today. We all know it is Hooray for Buttons Day. And I know how much you love buttons. I like pushing people's buttons. Well, there you go. That's one holiday I've never heard. Hooray for Buttons Day. Hooray for Buttons Day. Hooray for Buttons Day. You just have buttons. A lot of people's pants would be falling off. Yeah, I mean... Buttons need to be appreciated, and today is that day to uh, take time to appreciate buttons. Or no, 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 no. To say hooray for buttons. Hooray. hooray, hooray for buttons. But you know, I know sometimes you get angry, you get pissed off, you want to tear something, you want to rip it apart. That's why today is tear the tags off the mattress day. Yes. Oh, I thought that was illegal. <laughs> Apparently not. Not today. Once a year. It comes once a year. This is like... You don't do it on today, then nope. you're getting arrested. All those people who have, who have a fetish for carrying mat- tags off mattresses, this is their Christmas right here. This is this is their holiday. Their one and only day. Yes. They, 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 they wait every year. They, go, they just like... They count the days down. They start buying their cards and stuff. Happy tearing day. So this is for you guys. And, of course, you know, it's Alphabet Magnet Day, of course. Everyone knows that. Oh, I mean. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's on my calendar. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know why I even had to mention it in the first place. But I figured, you know, I want to give the people, the Alphabet Magnet people, some love, too. You know, I know, I know they're all watching, waiting for us to mention that holiday, and if I don't, like their Super Bowl. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get all the hate mail. They're gonna spam us with all the hate mail. They'll probably spell it out with alphabet letters. <laughs> Take a picture of it. Yeah, like a. It's gonna be like one of those zodiac letters. Oh yeah. Okay. Mail, but it's gonna be alphabet. <laughs> like a ransom note. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't, we don't want that kind of negativity. Freaking awesome paranormal show. So we want to show love to all the, all the holidays. I try to pick the top three of them, 
and those holidays are fine because there's some pretty ones. I think it's Butterscotch Brownie Day as well. So I'll throw a little bone to the Butterscotch Brownie fans. I, I think so far my favorite holiday has got to be the Lost Raptor Day. I mean, of course. I mean, that's, that's like I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to celebrate that next year. Oh, definitely. I'll dress up like I'll dress up like a Velociraptor. <laughs> I will pay money for that. <laughs> I'll do a special show just for that one. Just for that one. That one night. For five minutes. <laughs> That's right. We got Kristen watching the show. Hey, Kristen. Kim. Uh, Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda. Have you on the show later on this month? Debbie. Rachel. All the freaks are in the house tonight. So I want to tell you a little story to show a little bit. RJ is hasn't been feeling good, so he is not the big biggest fan of pooping. Okay. So he uh, stayed home from school last night, yesterday. So I decided to give him a bath. Uh, see maybe if he can loosen up the poop a little bit. We'll loosen up the poop a little too much. Ended up having a little diarrhea in the bathtub. So that was fun to clean up. You know, I, it's always enjoyable. Then, I guess a little bit earlier than that, uh, I gave him some popcorn to eat, like watch movies and stuff. And I went, I went, I went, yeah. I think I went to use the bathroom or something. And uh, I came back in there and he had accidentally stuck a popcorn kernel up his nose by accident. Because, you know, you know, that happens, you know, popcorn kernels end up in, in the, yeah, it was just happened to anybody, you know, you trip, fall, land on a popcorn kernel, ends up in your nose. I mean, that's, that's how physics works. Isn't it? Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't help it. You can't help <laughs> the fact that popping curls just just get attracted to your nose. It just just happens. You said that happened yesterday. Yesterday, and I think it I think it came out. We had to order a special sucker thing. This is again universal sign for sucker things right here. It's right, sucker. <laughs> it's like a little like a little turkey baster looking thing used to just suck out snot from kids' noses. And uh, they see they're doing it too. Hey, guys, they see Clifton Paranormal down there doing it. You know, they know what's up. Sucker. Uh, they, uh, we got a little sucker thing to pull up, pull the, the popcorn cart out of his nose, but it wasn't there anymore. So I guess it came out at some point. But that was the interesting. Hard to do holiday. Yeah. No sucker day. Popcorn kernel for this day. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure there probably is. If there's a hooray for buttons day, I'm sure there is a popcorn yeah. kernel for nose day. If there is, and it, we'll make is, one. Then. We'll make one up. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everyone stick a piece of car- popcorn up your nose. So <laughs> we've got Clifton Paranormal waiting for us patiently in the green room. I like calling it green room. It sounds professional, but, you know. But I, I want to hear about what forgotten explorations has going on because I didn't get to listen to hear you guys last week so I'm going to let you guys give you the floor and um, tell us what you have going on then we'll introduce our lovely guest so actually three weeks this Saturday three weeks this coming Saturday um, three weeks ago we went to New York we did Grayson Manor that was insane um, Wheeler ended up having to sleep in a room Built with dolls, haunted dolls. Um, this weekend, we were going to be going 
preliminary event that was going to be in Chesterfield, but unfortunately, due to scheduling, uh, we do have a private investigation that we also have on Saturday that has been paid for. So we had to kind of make the decision of not going to the preliminary event. Um, so, yeah, this weekend we will be at the haunted and historic Fort Magruder Hotel. Nice. Um, this will be my fourth time investigating there, where then AG's second time and Wheeler's first time ever being there. That sounds awesome. I've heard of that place. It's, it's, it's amazing, and the prices are not bad whatsoever. Is that down in Williamsburg? area yep. yeah yep. awesome i mean that whole area is haunted just because of the way of where it is but yeah that's that's actually the first place i've ever investigated really it's got yeah. some uh some history for you oh definitely first time i ever used spirit box all that so awesome so what do you say we bring these uh these uh clips and paranormal people on this on the show how do you how do you feel about that as long as they're going like this. Yeah, it's the whole time. you got to be doing this the whole time. There we go. <laughs> they know what's up. All right, let's bring them on to the show. What is up, people? Hello. Woo. How's everybody doing? Hello. All right, make sure they're not on mute. And they're not. Do you hear them? I can't hear you. <laughs> We could do it on sign language, but I don't think it would be good for the radio audience. There, there we go. I hear him. There we go. We nice. got it. How is it the speaker? I did this with the speaker last time, and it was fine. Not an issue. I'll turn it down like that. Can you hear all of us? I hear every single one of you. The lovely voices. You beautiful people. Oh, yeah. Real lovely. <laughs> That is, I love your decorations. structure and oh, yeah. you know part of the history of the structure 
was already had names on it when it was in storage. So uh, we just kind of figured to uh, continue and continue it. We have old owners that have signed it. There's Jim Kayla, who unfortunately has passed, but he, he was one of the owners. We have all different names, Mary Jo Chudley. We have Nick. Isn't that cool? Paranormal. Paranormal. Yeah. And then on the scanning, so anybody that comes here, they have to sign the wall so they'll be part of the clip. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. So to uh, get started, I, I want to kind of go through each one of you, how you guys got into the paranormal and how you guys ended up becoming Clifton Paranormal. And uh, Colin, we can start with you. Oh, you say me? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, oh, uh, I, you know, my, mine started at a young age. I'm originally from Florida, um, and I lived in Jacksonville for 30 years of my life, and I grew up uh, like 45 minutes away from St. Augustine, Florida, if anyone's familiar with it. It's one of the oldest cities in the, the United States, um, and I, my dad was obsessed with history, so I was always going to St. Augustine, going on their ghost tours, and, and just really being fascinated uh, with, with everything. Um, and I guess throughout my life, I've just kind of realized that I've, I've lived in a lot of locations that had spirits. Um, and then me and my sister would chat and kind of go through our childhood, and she would remember things that I vaguely remember. She's three years older than me, and I was like, oh, yeah, like that did happen when we were kids. And, um, you know, so it just kind of became a fascination. Uh, and then I moved here from New York, my family or my, my grandmother uh, lived here. Uh, my grandfather lived here as well. And my, when we were kids, we'd always come up and visit. Um, so I, I came here from New York to uh, stay with my grandmother and kind of take care of her in her older age. Um, and my family and I would always come to the Clifton to watch movies because if anyone's a big city person, uh, you know AMC is like $25 a ticket. Um, and I was like, we would come here. There's well, when I was coming here, they were like six, seven dollars for tickets. They're nine dollars now, um, and it was just a lot cheaper. And they had a lot of stuff. And I was living here. Um, I was dating someone at the time. He got a job here, and um, after he was gone, uh, you know, I, this one right here said, "Hey, since as what the space left, uh, could you just take a shift over?" And I was like. <laughs> I'm <laughs> 
from there, I just started, I been investigating since I was probably 15 with my friends and then, you know, did a little, like, independent thing here or there. But then, you know, I started working here about four years ago, and I absolutely could feel the place was haunted. And I luckily was friends with Colin, and he luckily worked here at the time, so we started the Clifton. But I would say the original person out of this group that I ever investigated with was her. Yeah. And she's been my friend for 13 years. We used to sneak at all the scary places around here because we weren't allowed to. <laughs> she gets scared so easily, so it brings me much joy in life. So I like to continue that. And that's why I bring her on all of these. We actually, so we started investing in body cameras for her. Annabelle? 
really sadistic because I remember like child play, Chucky, um, was playing and I would sneak out of my room at night and watch it behind my mom's living room chair because she couldn't see me. But I now I'm now convinced that she didn't see me because the first night that I ever saw child play, the next day she got me on my buddy to call. Looking doll, and it, it's, it's got that blank. Yeah, it's got that face, that blank face. It is, it is yeah. Melissa crying and screaming. Mm-hmm. It's caught. We caught it on audio. 
Oh, wow. I want to hear that. We're getting you the clips here soon, but you can hear both screens. You can hear both of us react, and you can hear her screaming and crying. It is clear as day. Well, I think that's probably one of the most solid pieces of evidence I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, the most solid for me is the hand that's behind your head. That I can't, I, I have tried to debunk it the entire time. I studied it, I looked at it, we slowed it down. Uh, but there's a hand that goes yeah. right behind you, like it's like it's waving, uh, and it's not you. It's not your because your facial expression doesn't change, your shoulder doesn't go up, like nothing. And you're holding the camera, so it's kind of impossible for you to use that. No, how is it? No, no, no. He, it, it was your it was your body cam and your face is him, and he has you know he has one hand with the camera, but he has this body cam that I put on him. But so is your other arm, and it's just pinwheels. Um, and then we slowed it down, and it's definitely not your hand. It's see through. Uh, well, I mean, unless you're see through. Yeah. Uh, we did debunk the, the, the Wheeler Doppelganger, though. I did debunk that earlier today. So, unfortunately. I mean, still. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, having a doppelganger would have been a nice little touch for the cabin, but uh, Austin's like, ghost hand is pretty cool, cool too. Yeah. yeah. No. It, it, Austin it, and his see through hand. I'm a magician looking yeah, at okay. It was it was really solid, but honestly, also it was the other piece of evidence that we got on camera at five o'clock in the morning in Melissa's room, oh. to where I got whispered in my face, and everyone else heard the audible whisper. And then me and Austin go to walk in the kitchen, and we hear, "Hey." Yeah. Yeah. And when so, I uh, when I was reviewing what? when I was reviewing that, it it was like it whispered like right in your face. Oh, oh, for me. Yeah. Um, it's a hello, it's funny, quiet, you can hear it. But no, no, I have that footage, though. Uh, yeah, no, well, so I went back and listened to it numerous times. And to me, um, it sounds, because it, it, it was just four syllables, and to me it sounds like it says, get out of my room. And I, I listened to it over, go back, because you gave me that clip from my computer. Um, yeah. And I listened to it over and over and over and over, and to me it sounds like it says, get out of my room. Okay. Um, but that's what it sounded like to me, and I was like, I don't know if my presence, maybe Melissa felt that I was daunting, or, or I don't know, um, but it was in my space. If, 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 if there were breaths to be blown, I would have felt it. It was that, it was right here, um, and that freaked me out 110%, and we all heard it. I just got it right in my face. It's so awesome. I can't wait to come back. <laughs> I, know, I, I can't wait to come back. I
I can't wait. I'll I will share the shit out of that stuff, man. I'm excited. Oh, for... we love you. I've got a question for you guys from Tina. It says, uh, what's your favorite piece of equipment? And opposite, what is the worst piece of equipment you guys have used? Um, I'm torn between two. I love my blue lights. Uh, those things, <laughs> I love them so much. Because I, I was obsessed with cat balls for a while. Just because it's a physical interaction. It's something that you can physically see. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and, and blue lights are the exact same thing as a cat ball, except they're like hockey pucks, and they're a lot brighter. So when they go off, there's no missing it. Um, and so I love that, but I also love the satchel box. There's something about yeah, hearing, uh, you know, voices uh, that is, it's unnerving in a sense. I mean, it, you know, it's, but it's also up to interpretation, but it, to me it's those times to where you hear something so incredibly clear that there's no mistaking. And I feel that that's a lot easier to get an intelligent responses, so you know you're actually talking to something that is possibly a spirit as opposed to just radio chatter. And my, my least favorite piece of equipment, I have to come back to that one. I don't know. I, well, tell me about your favorite piece. I will come back on my least favorite piece. Um, I get equipment from Builder Man, so I have a set in back there. I oh, really yeah. super duper. Yeah, yeah, right? Builder Man. Yeah, I like some of the stuff. I really love my spectrum detector. It, it has an antenna, and you also open over doors and stuff like that. And it, it's always spot on. Like, his stuff's always spot on. Um, I mean, I do love the plasma box, too. But like, oh, it's an old thing, but I have, like, the old school tape recorder ones, like the cassette player ones. That's my favorite piece. Oh, yeah. And I need to I was talking to uh, I was talking to either realtor or EG about it, 
uh, or AG about it, excuse me, and um, I, I, we were actually coming out of the woods, and I was, you know, I was explaining why I was wearing shorts. I wore shorts when I came, and it was kind of chilly that night. But I know that for me, knowing my own body, my bottom half gets hotter than my top half. So when I go into investigation, even if it's cold, I will wear shorts. So that way, if there's any change in temperature, I feel it a lot more. Yeah. Because it's, you know, so I yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. So I, but so I would feel a temperature change with my legs more than I would with my arms if I weren't short things. So you have to trust your own body. Um, yeah. So that, that's the reason why I, I would wear shorts. Like I think I'm, every investigation with that. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, short actually right now. Even cold. That's why. <laughs> so we do have a question from Kristen. Um, she's asking all of you. Uh, what's your favorite place to investigate other than the Clifton? Uh, I don't even know where we go and people, the 
the one that I went down there, Captain Phillips out here. Oh, yeah, Captain Phillips. Captain yeah. Phillips, we've all gone there. and You can hear Native American chant. You can hear horses. And this is not where any anything is. It's down a long, long road. Yeah, you'll hear our radio turned on. The, we were all the way from the car, and all of a sudden the car turns on, and the radio starts to blast. So and that's why one of the scariest places. And it's a historical site also. The Chapel Hill Ranges Memorial, where him and his men were tied to trees and left for death. So, wow. Big history there. I, you know, I would have to say, as far as uh, experiences are concerned, uh, I would, I, I mean, clearly, I would say have an opportunity just because of things that that has transpired, uh, and you do want to keep going back and going back. Um, I, I would also say, for me personally, I had a great time at, at Crescent. I, I saw it. For me, I had a, a tons of interesting experiences that I couldn't explain. Uh, but also because of the massive amount of property, I want to go back and explore more. Um, we went to Laurel Pit. I thought Laurel Pit was a lot of fun. Which was an abandoned, uh, uh, well, it was an abandoned asylum, essentially. I think um, uh, yeah, but, what are they going to do right now? Um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, we all have a lot of fun. And, you know, I think a lot of it, we weren't investigating these places before 360. We didn't have, it was literally just an aerial night. We didn't have a lot of money to invest in equipment. Um, so we were going a lot off of, you know, we have a phone. We can take pictures. We have our, our bodies, our feelings, our sensations, and kind of going off of that. Um, and, and that was our main tool the majority of the time. You might have had a cat ball or two without it. <laughs> yeah, that was all we had. So, uh, but I, I would definitely say uh, as far as, like, this area is concerned, I would say Captain Phillips, for literally being kind of a roundabout, that's literally all it is with the memorial at the end of the roundabout, the feeling of being watched is undeniable. It's undeniable of being watched um, from the woods in all different yeah. locations. Yeah, moving that wasn't that you and me? So, yeah, you don't need to look. Yeah. Yeah, we saw people walking up in through the door. Yeah, Bob, I thought it was a zero. Yeah. So how do you guys prepare for an investigation? What do you guys do? What, what's your, the process as far as getting ready for an investigation? Well, um, Ariel gets her period. That's always oh, true. It's true. She announces it. I don't. Like clockwork, huh? Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm
I threw it all. He did. He was like, "Where's my laptop at?" And Agee's like, "Is that it right there in front of you?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's it." And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where my jacket was. I was like, "Why did I just walk in and throw it on the somewhere?" I just didn't even know where I. I think he just felt like, "Yeah, it's all good." No, you were you were a kid in the candy stores. You you were yeah. ready to investigate, so. Yep. Part of the elevator game. 
I watched that episode yesterday, actually. Really? Yeah, we oh, were doing, uh, Ariel was doing a live feed. Maybe it was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my friend, I was, I you were to release the shirt. <laughs> has a question for you guys. He says, when visiting, oh, yes. visiting a location, is it better to know some history beforehand or prefer knowing after? Or do you prefer knowing after? Mm, I mean, after knowing beforehand. I don't know. Yeah. I, I prefer knowing beforehand. For me, first, here's what I think. I think everyone has a psychic phone in their yeah, yeah, that's why I don't know. You know, and I think that you need to trust your intuitive Evil entities, or you know, whatever. 
is a woman with scissors punches them down. That's information you should know before you walk That's into it. Pertinent, uh, pertinent I, information yeah. you should probably know. I, I think yeah. <laughs> Hide the scissors. That's funny. Does that matter? So what is uh, the one piece of evidence you've captured that's been like, holy shit, like the holy shit moment that you're like, okay, this is, this is, this is real. Mm. I, uh, gosh, I mean, like I said earlier, that hand, I still cannot get over. I can't explain it. I, I cannot, I try, um, the whisper in my face, I can't get over it because that was something, I don't even care if we didn't have it on camera. Uh, I, I still can't get over that being right in my face. Uh, as far as I think the fear is concerned, ugh. <laughs> um, I, you know, we've had so many crazy things happen here that uh, it, it's hard to uh, really, I'm not trying to think of something. I was at the theater one twice, so thank you. That was probably my prettiest experience here. And the prettiest experience from the thing I've had on that was probably when I got rosy beans pulled, pulled off my neck in King's Park. I would say that because there was, it was just ripped. Mm. Uh, and then literally a couple minutes later, we walk out of the bathroom and I, I witnessed my very first full-bodied apparition of a spirit walking right across. I mean, and it was like she was like, Glowing from internally, it was, it was weird, and she didn't give a mean feeling though. So for me to go from the the girls' bathroom getting rosary beads off, we all fled out of the bathroom. We're like, oh yeah, this is just the hell out of here, you know. And we go out, and as we're going, you know, I, I saw that, and it was very a peaceful kind of feeling. Like I wasn't, it, I didn't feel threatened when I saw her. But I would say that those two moments combined would probably be the thing that I'm what the is happening. I mean, like, I wasn't even so I mean, <laughs> 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 um, you know, I would say, I would say here, yeah, it's, I, well, I mean, like, here for me, like, I, right here in the attic, like, and personally, I were here one day, made up the attic, and so behind me right here is a door, uh, and there's a set of wooden steps that go up above Theater 2, which is our main theater, um, and it's the catwalk, and, um, Really old and creepy. Yeah, it was just two five more. Yeah, it was just five more. But so, her and I were up here, like, sweeping around, and she had gone downstairs, unbeknownst to me. I did not know she went downstairs, because um, I was just, I was doing whatever. And I heard, clear as day, someone come down these wooden steps. It was clunk, 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 and then stop at this door. And I just went, I, I literally went and opened it, and I thought it was her, so I was trying to scare me. <laughs> and there's no one there. And then I was like, her and she's downstairs. You hear what? Like, from the bottom of the steps. And I was like, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I heard it. Like, yeah. I, I, I heard it clear as day. So I was like, that for me was really, it was a moment. Yeah. Mine here is I chased Ariel. And I mean, chase, like, I was running after her because I knew she was trying to scare me. <laughs> I had a whole. I had a 
maybe we'll come on your show and talk about the cabin when you get once you get yeah, your yeah. podcast up and running. Absolutely. I have to make sure. Okay. Well, when yeah. we're there, uh, we won't be recording. Part of our stick is, is recording and actually on the location. Oh, cool. So we can actually do an episode while we're there with you. That'd be fun. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I need you to bring me a Clifton Paranormal T-shirt while you're at it too. I'm about to buy, I'll wear it on the show. Perfect. I know. I did. I did the one. Oh my god. We haven't even. We haven't even went there. You can't yell at that. I'm wearing. I'm wearing mine when we come to June. I want bobblehead. I want cartoon bobblehead. Okay. Nice. I want. I want y'all to sign my shirt. That is all.